This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. Podcast on a Monday. Uh, what's up? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I like the Journey shirt today. I know Thank I, you. I mentioned it on the warm-up, which, by the way, stick around. you hear that later. Good-looking shirt. Yeah, I got this at the Lucky Jeans. Lucky Jeans. They're still around, huh? They are still around. I tend that? to uh, find one store that I like, and then I just buy everything in there. Got it. For and, a while, it was Touch of Modern. We were buying everything from no, there. No, I mean clothing-wise. And then Mack Weldon. Well, I still have my Mack Weldons. Yes, at least we have sponsors here on my Al's Boring Podcast. I, I have not had a sponsor in two months. That's not good. I have not had a commercial in two months, i got to be honest. That's kind of problematic for the podcast. Which is strange because not tooting my own horn, it uh, we have the most uh, downloads we've ever had the last two months. You just tooted your own horn. But that maybe that's because we have no commercials. <laughs> <laughs> we are Here's, commercial free. I never understood this with podcasts. I would think sell the crap out of one product. And here's how the podcast starts, with you starting the podcast with the advertisement right? and then letting everybody know, listen, give us 30 seconds, we're uninterrupted for the next 35 minutes. Right. No one's going to go anywhere. Of course not, Jerry. I think that's how you, this is how we do it, right? We should start doing Well, this. podcasts are still in their infancy stage, unfortunately. Yeah, I well, do I do think the future is podcasts. How many more can there be out? No, I'm not, no, there's a lot of them. I'm saying, like, they still haven't gotten with it as far as sales and... Uh, what they sell commercials for on podcasts is like dirt cheap. Sure. The reality is I should be advertising my podcast on all these other podcasts. We could just be buying commercials on other podcasts. It's dirt cheap, Jerry. Right. So is online streaming. And online streaming. Cheap. And that's the future. There you go. I see the future, and it is podcasting. I did like... From I saw my the, dining room. Did you see... Well, no one needs to know that. All right. It sounds just as good as me and you in the Boomer and Carton studio right here. Good point. Did you see the article on uh, Michael K., Mike Breen, and Bob Papa? They call him Bob Papa, right? You see that in the I did see it, again? Uh, it was about some influential man in their lives. And if you read it, it was I love the quote from Breen. It was long. And Breen, Breen was talking about how he got the job with Imus, and then the Nick job came up, and how this man was the one that went to bat for him because he was afraid that the Knicks wouldn't want to hire someone that was going to hire someone that was doing penis stories all the time. Oh, That's kind of like what we've become. I'm getting a phone call right now. Well, you got the Rutgers job in the midst of us doing penis and poop stories. That's true. You know what I'm saying? This is a podcast. He was doing it on the radio. Oh, he was doing it actually on the radio. I always find it intri- intriguing when I get a call from a 212 number. 
Well, the, all these numbers, my phone rings all day long with Fugazi phones. Is this true? Phone calls, yeah. Huh. Mine doesn't. My, oh. I, I get the 610 numbers. I leave them alone. 212, though, intrigues me. Yeah. I know sometimes the numbers are too intriguing to not pick up. Correct. But when you're getting when you're getting a call from some rando town in Missouri, you know that's a fake phone call. Oh, for sure, you know that's phony. Yeah. And they're trying to skim stuff off. But your you're phone. right. A two one two number you think is work calling. I could think someone's calling to hire me. We were going to hire you, but you didn't pick up, and we <laughs> need someone who's willing to pick up By the, the way, telephone. You might not be wrong about that, and you'll <laughs> never know. You'll never know. They're like, oh, we'll call someone else. See He's if they out. pick up. It's funny. All right, what we got? Uh, Jerry, I have a very interesting story here from Ohio. A uh, woman who's 26 years old. Right. She works at a nursing home. Uh, Strangely, in the town of Sandusky, Ohio. I never knew there was. Well, I guess I did know there was a town because I think you mentioned it once. Sandusky, Ohio, a 26-year-old woman who works at a nursing home has been fired because there is videotape of her giving lap dances to a 100-year-old man who lives in the nursing home. she There's video of her mooning him, flashing him, and dancing provocatively near him. Wow. She seemed to get turned on by dancing for these old folks. Uh, a co-worker turned her in, a 27-year-old gal. Right. Uh, notified the supervisor of an incident that happened on February 12th. She was put on administrative leave and has since been let go. Mm-hmm. And How about what she's doing for them, though? Well, the, they talked to the 100-year-old man. He did not appreciate it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It was mind. not, It was quote, it was not something he wanted. Really? I think at 100, you're not interested in lap dances. You think you've had enough? At 100? Plus, this girl is probably skank city. All right. Right. We I mean, she's doing lap dances for hundred-year-old men. First of all, you, you might be right, but we don't know that she's Skank City. Why would you say that? Because I saw some of the videos. Oh, you did? Yeah. Skank City? Skank City. All right. Well, then that's different. Yep. <laughs> well, you just killed the vibe. hundred-year-old man got himself a lap dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that seemed to be her thing. She seemed to... It actually, in the videos, it seemed like she, she kind of got off on lap dancing for old people that really couldn't move okay, to get out well, of the way. Okay, now this is going from... No, I'm saying that couldn't get, couldn't leave the area. Yeah, no, no, I get it. This is going from kind of, ooh, this could be a cool story from when we get older to, all right, now she's a creep. <laughs> right. Uh, well, there's, there's nothing fun about it. And police this. are looking into this, What would you Jerry? do if that was your grandfather? I would uh, I would yell at this woman. You would? You would I ask would. her for a lap dance? I would not, no. Okay. I would, I would go and yell That's at cause her. That's because it's Skank City. I'd give her a piece of my mind, Jerry. Say, now let's say, speaking of peace, let's say she was quite attractive. Right. Then what would you do? <laughs> well, I still think it's very strange to do to old people. Right. I still I see that as uh, uh, old people abuse. And I don't like that. Old people abuse. Yeah. Like, I don't like when caretakers abuse the elderly. Right. Here's what I don't like. I don't like... People abusing children, people abusing old people, or people abusing their pets. That's well, people no good abusing for me. their pets is brutal. That's Very brutal. One. Yes, I and mean that the is, children and the old children people. thing is top three is so far off the reservation of how disgusting right. that is. That's another issue. So I get it. So old people are they fall number three for you? Yes, or is I, it number two really? Uh, kids, old people, and pets. Kid, no, uh, uh, kids first, pets second, really? old people three. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. I might go kids, old people, and pets. Kids and pets. Uh, speaking of pets, Jerry, I saw two different dogs this weekend where immediately I thought, I need one of these dogs. One at this, I went to this wine tasting party on yeah, Saturday. Which sounds really cool. Where I got really hammered because I was drinking more wine than I thought because I was only taking sips. Right. But I had like 60 sips. Right. Uh, they had a Vishla. What Are the hell is a Vishla? Uh, Boomer has a Vishla. Okay. It's a dog. It's a slim dog. It looks just, it, it, it's kind of a reddish, like it, it's the ginger of the dog world. Okay. Uh, they're slim build muscular. Uh, they're sort of uh, pointers. They're in the pointer family. But I was reading, and this dog was a, a tremendous dog at this uh, wine party. I was very busy petting the dog. Sure. Uh, and then, so I Googled Vishlas the next day, and uh, they call them Velcro dogs. Okay. Because they they like to be attached to their owner. Like, they are locked in on you. And uh, But really adorable dogs. But it said if, you, if you're if you not going to be home a lot with it, that it's not a great dog so to not get. Go- well, that would be a good dog for you, though. Yeah, but I'm gone for eight hours a day. Yeah, but everybody's gone for eight hours yeah, a but day. Think of how much you are around. You need something You need something where, like, you and your wife have different hours, so half of Time you are home so with the, the Vishla. supervision 24-7? Not 24-7, but it gets lonely. So do you. Yeah. How about the 16 hours you're alone? You'd like companionship when your girlfriend's not around? Go get the Vishla. Right. Think about this. If you don't, that Vishla could end up dead. Right. Well, I always I think of that. that. Like I always get, I always find it amusing when someone discusses, oh, God forbid you to claw cats, right? That it's just so inhumane. But the cat that was rescued out of a sewer, and if it's not claimed in the next two weeks, it's going to be destroyed. That's okay. But God forbid you take a cat into your house, you get it declawed so it doesn't rip your kid's face off. Right. right? That's that's terrible. Yet you're saving the thing. Same thing with the dogs. Oh, the dog doesn't like to be alone for too long. Fine, then destroy it. I mean, you can have a nice, cozy, comfortable, warm house. You will be fed once, maybe twice a day. You'll get little bones. You'll have some fun. You'll throw a little ball to it. Woo, we're having a great life. Weekends, you're all in, right? That's terrible because you're not home for eight hours a day. God for effing bid that you're not there for eight hours a day for this four-footed mutt. All right, I'm sure it's a wonderful dog. Can we stop, though, with the sensitivity about these animals? We love them. They're fantastic. You know what they are? They're safe. They're comfortable. They're warm. They're cozy. Enough said. They did say this, too, about the Vishlas in particular, which oh, here we go. was I found odd, is that they, they want to sit next to you when you're on the toilet. That's what it said. They don't like even when you go to the bathroom and shut the door. If you don't mind, leave the door get open. Get four of them, Al. They All right. Why don't you get four of them? They can sit on top of one another when you're in the bathroom. They want to sit next to you Then again, you you're in only the in the bathroom once a week anyway, so what difference does it make? That's true. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> oh, and I wanted to Google this other dog I saw, Jerry. Oh, I, mean, I need to Google, um, uh, what do you call those, dog breeds? Right. I, I saw this dog in Asbury Park. Okay. And the dog looked blue. Really? Blue fur, yes. It was uh, one of these designer dogs where it's like a mix between a poodle right, and uh, a border collie. Okay. It's a bordoodle. A bordoodle. A border collie and a poodle. Are these made in like a lab or something? Uh, no, they breed these... them. They're just bred. They're bred? Adorable dog. Very nice. Very friendly. Uh, I, the girl said she got him from uh, Arizona and it really? was shipped there. Yeah. Okay. 
But something tells me that dog's going to be about three grand. You know what I mean? Um, like these designer be. dogs, because it's a hypoallergenic dog, which means if you have dog allergies, that you shouldn't have the allergies with this dog. No kidding. Yeah, I know my uh, a friend of mine got a uh, got a beagle, beautiful, purebred, gorgeous dog, and he spent a lot of money. I think yeah, fifteen, and you can get beagles in all those places. For whatever reason, he spent a fortune. Not what you're talking about. Not three grand, but I would say sixteen hundred. I want to say on the dog. Here's the problem: if you buy a dog and you don't. By a rescue, everyone looks at you, you like you're a jackass. Well, it goes back to what I was saying. Those poor dogs are about to be destroyed. Right. These people are breeding the dogs for profit. I see. And I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe they would destroy the dogs. I don't know. But if you're, I, I don't know. I don't know the business. It seems kind of seedy to me, though. I like to mix the two of them. I, I like to get a, uh, a, a Vishla. Oh. A Vishla du Bardoodle. So what would you call that? A schnoodle? A bardoodle. It sounds like German. Yeah. I've got a schnoodle. <laughs> a vishla bardoodle schnoodle. What was that? Anyway, I want one of these dogs, so if anyone has one. Send it to Al. Hit me up. <laughs> Could you imagine if a dog shows up in a crate here and it's spray-painted blue? Yeah, like, you know how we get boxes here of just, like, deliveries? You're like, it'd like, be a spray-painted blue pit bull. Right. <laughs> Do not send me a spray-painted blue pit bull. I'm going to know that's not a... But board, if you bordoodle. do, please alert me and Eddie first before it shows up so we can video the whole scene. <laughs> Border collies. Border collies. Jerry, I have a uh, bathroom-related story for you now. No, you do? This comes to us from Japan. Okay, I've heard of that. There's an app that uh, the Japanese are using that helps workers find open toilets in large office buildings. That's a problem? Yes, I guess they, they say a lot of time is wasted for employees looking to find a toilet that's open and available. So there's an app for certain buildings that you work in where there's a sensor on the door to know if there's someone in the stall. So you'll if you have to poop, you open the app, you go, oh, fourth floor, third toilet in is open. You go in there. The other thing, though, that it does is if you're in there for longer than 30 minutes, it alerts your boss. Aha. Now, they say for safety issues so that someone can check on you to no, make no. sure you're okay. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. But you're right. Big Brother seems to think that it's because they they want to make sure you're not wasting time. Exactly. It's productivity. On the toilet. Al, it's all about product. It's kind of like I always laugh at the people that still smoke. They run downstairs to smoke every hour on the hour yes. for five or six minutes. In an eight-hour day, they're getting a 45-minute break beyond their break. Yes. How is that possible? That's uh, not good. No. It's bad for production. We don't get that break. We do not. Smoking, but uh, people also get on Facebook a lot, Jerry, Twitter. Well, yes. In our, in our business, podcasts. we have to be on Twitter. Oh, we do, yes. Yes. I mean, otherwise you miss the breaking news. Right. But it's a problem. And that we can't have. If you owned a business. Yes. And you found, it, it's. If I owned a business, I would shut off Facebook and Twitter. That's kind of where I was Instagram. going. So you would filter I'd make them the be access? like porn sites. I would block them. Well, how? Well, what would you do though with the phones? Hmm. That you can't block. Yeah, I don't know, it's a weird. It's it's a weird age we're in, especially if you're running your own business and kind of understanding what people are doing and what they're not doing. Yeah, and what they're not doing is working in a lot of cases. I wonder too. Like you have uh, children in school. I wonder like what it's what it's like in school. Are kids on their phones in school? No. Well, all I know is how our school is. 
um, that our boys go to. First of all, my son's never taken his phone to school. That stays home. But if you bring a phone to school, it has to go into, they have a phone bin. And you have to, it's almost like checking your coat. You have to shut it off or put it on silent. Yeah, you can have it back when school is over. If you don't check it and that thing goes off or buzzes and they find it on you, I believe it's automatic detention or suspension. I'm not sure. But it's pretty significant. And the school does a good job of making sure the parents know what the rules are. So if your son comes home and he gets suspended for having his phone in class, there's no questions. I wonder what they do in colleges because you probably can't do that to college students. You can't, but I do think an instructor can kick you out of his class. My guess would be if you're, you know, you're Professor Dukes and you're doing the history of the world 101, I would think on day one you say, listen, guys, we'll have a good relationship for the next four months. If I hear a phone ring, you're kicked out for the day. Right. I mean, that's what I would do. I think that's fair, don't you? I do think that's fair. So, Which brings me to my Martin Scorsese oh, story. Oh, Martin Scorsese. He does not like people watching movies at home. Or on your iPad or iPhone. Why is that? He thinks that there's too many distractions at home that if you're watching your television, like you have decorations around your television, you have things on your walls, you may focus on them instead of watching the movie. My problem is, in the movie theater, there are more distractions than in my home. Couldn't agree with you more. Because in the movie, people are on their phones. How about in the movie? Forget that too. How about in the movie theater? Sometimes the low lines, you can't hear. Yes. All right. The loud scenes are too loud. The low lines are too low. Everything in the middle is fine. So how about Martin? The movie theater sucks. How about that? Right. I don't like hearing people crinkling the popcorn, yes. slurping their sodas. Agreed. Movie theater, not a great experience these days. Dealing with a box of like peanut M&Ms where you're... Phones constantly. Phones constantly. Texting. Right. Even if they're not making noises, they're, they're, the light is on the phone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I'm yeah, so, so tired of these phones. He's against he's against watching movies at home, hmm. which is interesting because he just signed a deal with Netflix for some. <laughs> Come on, he did. Is that true? Uh, the Irishman. How about that? About Ooh. is uh, about the uh, disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa. He might have to uh, rethink that. The killing of Joey Gallo and the JFK assassination. Wow. That sounds like something I might watch. Yeah, why not? Although the the, the JFK assassination, I've watched documentaries on it. Me too. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's important information. But like the one with Kevin Costner, that movie was so JFK. boring. Oh, I loved that. You didn't find that boring? I was really locked in on the JFK. When, when that movie came out. I started reading everything about sure. the JFK assassination. I did too for a while. Yeah, and I was into it. Yeah. When we were in Dallas, did you go by? I did. It was we, like, that's it? Yeah. I actually went with Craig's children, who were much younger at the time. Sure. That's got to be what? That's got to be six years ago now? Has to be, right? Has to be, yeah. And Lucky was very young. Yeah, it was probably five or six. But he was very into the museum uh, in the book depository. Really? In Dallas. Yeah, he was very interested in it. That's very cool. He was asking a million questions about... He's a smart little kid, man. Yes. He's adorable, too. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And uh, the street where Kennedy was shot is just a regular street. It's like a ramp to the highway. Right. It's so... I'm with you. I I never got on the bus. Who was that, Sue? That was Packers-Steelers. I think I was covering the Packers, if I remember correctly. And we had to take the bus and all the ice... Covered roads, and I remember we we're going to die on the way to this thing. And the bus driver, he was going so slow at one point. He goes, "Well, since we can't go more than fifteen miles an hour, you might as well take a look to your right." He goes, "There's, you know," and I'm like, "That's the, it, the grassy knoll." Oh, yeah, I was like, "Wow!" And then we're on the highway. I'm like, weird. 
Who knew? Yeah, and you can go on in the book depository. The museum is there, and you can go to the window. Go right to the spot, huh? That Oswald Isn't supposedly that shot him from. Yes, very creepy. Kind of creepy. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right, got those two. And then finally, Jerry, I have a story. Uh, mosquitoes. I don't like them. Exactly. Not a big fan. But uh, scientists did a... Um, did oh, we some... need mosquitoes like we need no, bees no, no, for honey. No, they're just saying oh. all these products that are out there that supposedly keep mosquitoes away from you are all bullcrap. I agree. They said almost all the products had a small or undetectable effect, including all the different sprays, I agree. wearable well, devices, and citronella candles. Citronella candles are the biggest bunch of garbage I've garbage. ever seen. And by the way, I'm joking with the bees and the honey before you guys start writing me. Do you know how important? Yes, I do know how important. I was joking. The mosquitoes, though, I'll give you one device. It is the only thing that's ever worked with the mosquitoes for me. The only is what? thing. Off sells this thing that you clip onto your A wearable device? Pocket. Yes. See, this says wearable and devices, no good. I agree. The wristband doesn't work. I'm with you on most of them. This wor- has worked for me, though. Okay. And it's sp- it, it's got a little fan attached to it. And it's emitting some sort of an odor or whatever the thing is. Now, you got to keep the cartridge filled. you got to keep replacing it. If you do, I have, I've cut the grass in the middle of, like, mosquito season with it and without it. And the difference for me has been noticeable. But do you feel like you're breathing in all that insecticide? Perhaps it's probably toxic, and I'll probably kill me for it earlier than I should. But I do think it did work with the mosquitoes. I the, do. The scientists say that two things work. D, D-E-E-T, but that's... Dangerous. People think is dangerous, which I don't know that it is or it isn't, but okay. And lemon eucalyptus, lemon eucalyptus spray, really? Yeah, we gotta that get works. some of that. That seems like it's natural. Yes, exactly. I feel I like could... that sound that feels like an actual thing that's not going to kill me. How about a little lemon eucalyptus spray? Ooh. Where do you get that from? Whole Foods? Lemon eucalyptus is spray? Next, do they have ratings just... like their meat? I don't know. I would just Google that. Just Google it. I think I'll maybe just Amazon it. Prime sells it. Why is Tim Tebow in full uniform at a press conference right now? Because he's playing the role, Jerry. But why do we feed into it, Al? Because people, that the, the news, I don't know why the news is fascinated with him, but they are. Crazy. Yeah, and I remember looking, when, when Tim Tebow signed with the Mets, I looked at the ratings those days that we did the show, Yeah, and he was a focus. They were higher than usual. Isn't that something? And yet, if you talk to people, they're like, I'm so sick of Tim Tebow. But, but you're not. not. Right. It's a weird business we're you in, man. You think you are, but you're not. I got to go. The warm-up is coming up in about two seconds. Yes, and it was terrific. See you. Goodbye. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Monday morning to you. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Good weekend. Nice weather on Friday and Saturday. Solid weather Friday, Saturday. I did a, a wine tasting party Saturday night, which got out of hand for me. I had a lot more sips than I thought See, and that's, did not feel well the next that's day. That's the thing about those. You have yeah. a sip here, a sip there. Next thing you know, you've had two bottles of wine. Right, 40 sips later. Have you ever done a liquor I tasting? drank a lot last night. Well, no, that was Al, not Boomer. Do you ever go to a liquor store and do a liquor tasting? No, I'm uncomfortable with that. Why? Sipping liquors in a liquor store? They give you little samples. Doesn't and even if you seem can, legal. No, it's legal. You just got to 
easy on oh, how right. much you have, with it. but you can get out of hand with that too. And that can be dangerous, especially if you're sampling, sampling let's say, vodkas or bourbons and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It can be fun. Did you see Friday when we left? Uh, they had Rob and Rex Ryan showed up in Tampa. They had them talking to Joe Girardi. And the one thing, I know you noticed something else from this. Here's what I noticed. Rob Ryan is enormous. His gut, it looks like he's carrying two basketballs I under mean, his dangerously belly. big. Yeah, very large. And Rex looks like, you know, a quarter of the person that Rob is. Yeah, they're on some sort of sports uh, tour now that right. neither one of them have jobs. The, well, they got a lot of free time and they, money. Yeah, so they go to the Yankee Spring Training in Tampa Friday. Sure. And Rex wore a T-shirt that says, I'd hit that. Well, it's baseball. But it was a, it was a picture of a baseball. Which yeah, it's great. That's like a shirt you, you pick up at Target or Walmart. Okay. You know, one of those like $8 shirts. That's what Rex was showing up in. Or like people that wear Journey shirts. Well, it's a quality shirt, Jerry. <laughs> then, uh, then the Ryan brothers took their sports tour across the state to Daytona. Right. For the Daytona 500. And Rex showed up. He wore a collared shirt with the Chargers logo on it. Mm, I wonder why. Right. People, there was speculation as to that? what happened uh, or why. Or was Rex joining the Charger staff? I have not heard that. Maybe he is. I don't no, know. No, they say that. Uh, who's the uh, the the guy who's working there now? <laughs> who's the guy? <laughs> By the way, Rob Gronkowski. Did you see this? Let me go off the top of it for a second. Did you see the the uh, the story about Rob Gronkowski, too, in the winner's circle? I guess Monster is the big uh, sponsor yeah. for this. And Gronkowski is there. And the whole thing that they want to, the entire story is, Gronk with the Monster Girls. Does anybody party better than Rob Gronkowski? That guy's having a good life. He's having a great life. He was hilariously trying to get the girl to say the the her favorite miles per hour to drive is 69. He was still working on that bit. All right, well, that's that's a Gronkowski thing to where when he was in high school, and this just came out about two months ago, his high school basketball coach said he's such a goofball or was such a goofball that one time in a game he had two free throws. The team was up by 20. They were up 68-48 with like 30 seconds left. He made the first and missed the second one on purpose. So his team would score 69 Stupid. I would not want to hang out with <laughs> this isn't Gronkowski. A, I think you would. No. No, I think He's you would. He's not my kind Listen, of guy. a couple of little shots of wine, I think you'd be flying with Gronk. He's like a, a older frat guy. I would agree with that, yes. <laughs> that seems too much though. for me. I don't like him. Uh, you love him. Then other very big baseball news, Jerry. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend. Mets spring training. Yes. All of the Mets pitchers were the good ones. <laughs> Top four. This is not Gil Martin. <laughs> no, the main guys: right. Degrom, Syndergaard, uh, Harvey, Matt Harvey, right. and Stephen Matz. Okay, all are wearing a mustache. What about Wheeler? Is he not? He's going goatee, which He's is not goatee. a mustache. How about that? And even Dan Worthen, the pitching coach, mustache. Mustache. So the mustache is the way to go. Yeah, I think we all should all do that one day. We all grow mustaches. Boomer and Carton show staff. Um, that's fine. See, I don't like just the mustache. The mustache. I, like the, I like the mustache and the beard. No, no, this is just the mustache. And I don't like the look of just the mustache. Uh, the mustache. Yep. The, the mustache. The mustache. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. Me neither. That was a very popular look like in the 70s. 70s and early 80s. And why did it? At some point, someone just says the look of Tom Selleck. You're right, Tom Selleck. The porn star stash. Right, but why? Why did that go? At what point did that go out of style? Well, it didn't look good. Just like a lot of and then remember, trends don't look good. The goatee was in in the '90s briefly. Yes, Jim Rome still rocks the goatee. I've never had a go. I had a regular beard when I was in high school. Believe it or not. And by the way, you see Benigno. It's almost like he's getting the Fu Manchu. It's getting 
Benigno's got like the Hulk Hogan uh, facial hair. He does. Brother. (laughs) And by the way, a nice shout out to Boomer on the Met broadcast uh, on SNY on Saturday. I heard that as well. Yes. Keith Hernandez, yeah. Yes. I think it was Keith or Ron. I'm not sure. I I usually, was it Ron? I can usually tell the difference between the two. I I didn't notice. The one has a mustache. I meant the voice, and jackass. Colors his hair. Yeah, no, no, uh, the I know mustache. what they look like. Oh, you know the in difference. terms of voice. Couldn't tell. In this case, I wasn't quite sure. What did he say to Boomer? They were talking what about up? yeah. Well, Steve Gelb's made a, they made a hockey reference or whatever, and they said, "Oh, I got to get that to Boomer a size and so whatever." So oh. a little reference to Boomer during the Met game on Saturday. And then this, I thought you would love, Jerry. The Boston Red Sox have at Fenway Park something they call a sleep. No, room. I don't like this. And I, don't, I don't like this. And it's for for players to nap, and they're taking it very seriously. The other day, players were fitted for proper mattresses and pillows. So the eight to ten hours that they get to sleep at home is not enough? Not enough. I mean, come on. Naps. This is really where we're going? I thought you would want that for here. You do Rutgers, Boomer does Monday Night Football. You guys would Perhaps, love a nap room but here. These, do these guys really need nap rooms? Jerry has a nap room. Oh, it's the studio floor. No. You, I, don't, I have no idea. You do sleep on this. the studio floor some days when you come back. When I get here at you 2 a.m. after a flight back from Rutgers, yes, I will I, take a I, nap for an hour. An I hour thought you had a key to a, an office down the hall. That, I do not. Oh. No, I was supposed to get one. I did yeah, not get oh, it. Really? What the hell? What do you think of these new foam mattresses that are all the rage? Love them. Like, I'm sure uh, some of these Red Sox players get the foam like, mattress. We got the three inch foam topper. It's awesome. No, not a foam topper. I'm saying no, your whole well, mattress is foam. Well, what's the difference? Isn't well, the same like the thing? other mattresses are spring-based, right, Eddie? Yeah, I, the foam mattress, not, not for a you. Fa- not a fa- I happen to like it. I like the way you sink right into that thing. Yeah, but yours is on top of a regular mattress. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, not Just the try same. it by itself. It's like slipping on an egg carton. All no right. good. Boy, Eddie's off and running on we, a Monday We morning. take our uh, our sleep and nap uh, very seriously here, uh, as the Red Sox to. do. They think other teams... Not only in baseball, but other sports are also going to have a sleep room. And there are cities that have, we've done this before, there are cities around the world that have, uh, what do you call it, like nap businesses. Pods. That's what it is. Japan has them. So you spend whatever it is, however much it costs, for 30 minutes and you get to sleep in that pod. Right. You'd go up to Times Square, take a rest, a 20-minute nap pod in a pod, Jerry. It's like a... There's no way you would ever do that. I would do that. No, you wouldn't. 100%. Mr. Cleanliness, you're yeah, going to get in some random sleep pod? No, no shot. There's no way. You sleep in hotel beds. They're disgusting. At least yeah, these, I, I feel like. Yeah, I got bed bugs once, and it was awful. And, I, I don't, and now I sleep in my sweatshirt and pants when I go into hotel rooms. And I leave socks on and sometimes put the hood up over so my head. So bed bugs can't penetrate your socks or your I don't know, but jeans. I feel a hell of a lot better having some sort of protective layering on me than I do if I don't. You needed a hazmat suit if you're really going to be protected, Jerry. For years, I, I used to sleep on top of the bed I do that, too. But that is the dumbest move because that those never get washed. That's At least fair. they're washing the sheets. I never People thought of put that. People put their luggage right oh, on top disgusting. of it. disgusting. And they don't wash that stuff? Nothing Not is washed. Oh, you guys are making me... Only tough. after murders do they wash those. And okay. then let me give you this one. <laughs> the Vancouver c- Canucks. <laughs> I know. You find this fascinating. Go ahead. There are five players on the Vancouver Canucks that are quarantined. Right. One has confirmed mumps. The other four, they think, may have the mumps, which I thought was something that they had in the 1920s, the Yeah, mumps. but it's come back. Isn't it because the vaccinations have... They, they, right, they cast their date. Isn't that Eddie would know this, right? Well, and mumps was never eradicated like smallpox. I saw. No, I never said it was eradicated, but I thought those that had been vaccinated for it, those had kind of worn off. Right, and also the the virus uh, can mutate. 
And I Googled mumps, and then I checked the Google images. You, It blows your All face right, but up. Hold on. Yes, but I'm sure you're also looking you, at the most extreme no, cases. No, I did not Google extreme cases. So you tell me there are guys mumps. in the Canucks right now. Like this. Big. <laughs> that have satellite dishes coming off yes, their face? Yes, It uh, swells up your salivary glands. Well, that doesn't seem like a lot of That's fun. where your spit is made. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm aware of what that is. We're going to take a quick break. More nonsense when we come back. And then Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. Our Boomer and Carton coming up in just a moment. Just uh, quickly, the Blue Jackets beat the Rangers 5-2 last night. The Knicks and Nets were off. The Knicks will play later tonight. We had the story last week, late last week, about JaVel McGee and Shaquille O'Neal going at it on Twitter. And Shaq has since cooled it because his mom's told him no more. Enough Shaq's enough. mom? Yes, Shaq's mom uh, basically called him and said, this has gone too far, enough's enough. And so Shaq said, I'm done. I won't do this anymore. That's not good enough, though, for JaVale McGee's moms. Uh, she said he is cyberbullying her son, and she wants her son to keep going at Shaq to defend himself. Did she take and, any shots at Shaq's moms? No, the moms didn't go at it, but she did say uh, she wants Shaq fired uh, from TNT. For his comments. Yes, for all of his stuff. Now, I don't think that's going to happen because at the end of the day, Shaq is Shaq and JaVale McGee. While he can dunk the ball, has not exactly been a great NBA player. So I don't think Shaq's going to yeah, be fired. Yeah, McGee's mom's right, though. Who, McGee's moms? Probably so. But at the same time, Shaq's job is to have an opinion, and that's what Shaq does. And he may attack, but, I mean, if he didn't, he just sits there like a mime. No? I mean, that's what he's paid to do? Yes? Yes. Yeah. I, I, then I, was, oh. I mean, you chimed in, so you I'm chimed. asking I your opinion. He did chime. Then what do you think of this one? Sports media related, we're done with the Jerry. Moms. Yeah, we're done with, we're done with the moms. Thing. Craig's not commenting on it. Um, <laughs> So Bleacher Report put out a, a tweet showing Dirk shooting an air ball. Right. And they just wrote Dirk forever. It was just a little hilarious thing, right? So evidently, Mark Cuban called uh, David Levy, who's the head of Turner, who owns Bleacher Report. Boy, a lot going on here with uh, TNT and Turner. Okay. Yes. And said, take down that tweet. Why? And they did. They caved in. That's for a bad reason? sign for sports media, they said. I don't Jerry. understand that. Because we're mocking Dirk Nowitzki? Yes, they found uh, that uh, Mark Cuban found that that was mocking. Yeah, eat that, Al. Exactly. Okay. And uh, he, they said he called him. And he, Mark Cuban's the one who uh, put this out there. That, Everybody's too sensitive. Everybody yeah. needs to stop it, shut up, and just put your head down and grind. How about that? Yeah, you should. Uh, they, they shouldn't let him bully. By the way, did you see any of the end of the Nick game Saturday night? The Knicks game, I did yes. not see. Just quickly, 10, 15 seconds. I was, on had this, many sips seconds. of wine that evening. They were up by 17 points, late third, maybe even early fourth. And the Sixers came back and took the lead. They needed a game winner from Carmelo at the end in front of a stunned garden crowd. And what was worse about it was, and I give MSG a lot of credit for this, there were not one, not two, but I would say on three occasions where the Knicks turned the ball over, the Sixers go down and get an easy basket. And MSG showed the guys on the floor not even running back to defend. And the idea that they won and then Carmelo's thumping his chest like, yeah, we got this, was actually embarrassing. Well, they're saying good news, Jerry, that they're going to start running the triangle more. And that starts tonight against the uh, Raptors. Powered by Town Fair Tire.